Hello there. This episode of the podcast again is brought to you by lifeofeducation.com. Lifeofeducation.com is the UAE's only dedicated health and fitness education website, delivering health and fitness content to fitness professionals and fitness enthusiasts from a variety of sections of the health and fitness world. With talks and lectures in the areas of uh, sports medicine, female development, yoga and pilates, nutrition, anatomy, physiology, strength conditioning, um, the business of fitness, and many more to be added in the future. Allo's mission is to bring leading experts from around the world of health and fitness together on one platform uh, to share their knowledge and expertise on a global scale. So, yeah, a life of education will have multiple sort of fitness talks um, t- featuring different experts from clinics and uh, sports coaches, um, trainers, experts, all different people who have specialized uh, skill set in specific topics. A life of education is going to feature those guys, um, film them, film their expertise, and then sell that content as uh, education with sort of quizzes and PDFs, downloads, notes, and lecture notes, and well, everything that it needs to help uh, people learn um, and further their kind of knowledge. Um, so it's beyond that basic level of sort of qualification standards and more to do with just general teaching and specializations and just kind of following down whatever kind of path people like whether it's nutrition or whether it's uh, sports strength conditioning or uh, how to develop your own business online Um, it's going to have a whole array of uh, helpful talks and education content to to give people what they need to keep keep learning, keep developing their brain. Um, this episode of the podcast is with Anna Holmes. Uh, again, it's at the MeFit Pro Summit. Anna is a trainer and uh, someone that myself and Matt have been looking forward to speaking to um, for quite a while based around her uh, pre- and postnatal expertise and how to coach females through different stages of their pregnancy, pre and post, and then what it is exactly after that they need to be kind of conscious of, and all these different fun things that me and Matt have no idea about. So uh, we'll get on with it. Here we are, myself and Matt, with Anna Holmes. Okay, we're back again. Um, we're still at the MeFit Pro uh, Summit. <laughs> you sounded so enthusiastic then. Oh, it's been here. a little bit of a long day. Um, <laughs> I don't even know who we've spoken to and who we haven't spoken to. And well, we just came out of a practical, yeah, which I didn't know was going to be a practical. Now. My hip is open yeah. for sure. My back, is, my back is crunchy, and I really like that. But I wasn't expecting it to be a practical, and I think I nearly ripped my pants as well doing a. Uh, forward lunge split but anyway we're here with uh, Anna Holmes say hello Anna hi okay Anna is giving a talk this weekend on pregnancy uh, which is something that me and Matt have joked about a lot about yeah. how little we know about it and it terrifies us we just run away uh, so it's good to have you here but first why don't you tell people a little bit about you where you're from and what brought you out here and what you're doing over here okay so I'm from the United Kingdom 
um, a lovely place of Essex. Um, moved here four years ago and um, moved straight into a gym, working out of the same gym, Smart Fitness, at the moment. And um, done a lot of um, one-on-one personal training. And since then, I've kind of developed my expertise a bit more and gone into pre- and post-natal exercise. So at the moment, I'm doing one-on-one PT as well as um, running group exercise classes throughout the week, taking women from trimester one straight through to trimester three. And in the UK, were you working in the UK? Yeah, um, I was in the UK um, working for two or three years. So I've been in the fitness industry for about six years now. And Okay, so what led you into the pre- and postnatal part of the industry? Um, to be honest, uh, interest me a bit because I had a couple of prenatal clients. And then um, because there's so many pregnant women in Dubai, there's so many postnatal women, there's all the Jamira Janes, Everywhere you go. There is though, isn't there? They're (laughs) popping out everywhere. So um, that's really where it came from, really. Um, And then I kind of saw a bit of a gap, a bit of a niche in the market, kind of grabbed hold of it. Huge niche in the market. Yeah, massive. Like we struggle. We were speaking to someone earlier today, um, talking about pregnancy and how I don't want to do anything with anybody who's pregnant, just because I know what I can do. And unless I did a course, unless I sat myself through a whole thing, I just wouldn't. I don't have the confidence. So it's all well and good when you have somebody who goes through the healthy stages, tick the box all the way. Yep, great. There you go. Boom. And a year later, everything's fine. But anything different outside the box, it would catch me out. So no, see you later. I think it's different for guys in the sense that when you're there as a coach, it's important to be able to empathize with somebody, right? Whereas when we're there, we're like a pregnant lady. Like I I had one client, she was pregnant. And the only reason I carried on training was because I had trained her for the last two years. So I was like, okay, I kind of know what you can and can't do. I can do this. When it got to a stage of like, okay, you know, this is kind of aching a bit. This is hurting a bit. It's like, okay, now we need to stop because I have no idea if that's a muscular thing. I have no idea if that's something entirely different. So now I'm not qualified for this sort of role. Um, So yeah, so so what's what's the breakdown there? I actually think a lot of people worry too much about you know what you can and can't do because yeah. a lot of it is actually about kind of listening to your body um like you can take someone for example that's never done exercise before and yeah you're not going to you know throw them into a back squat because they've never learned how to squat before so you know if you're a gym user there's no reason why you can't just carry on and do as you're doing is it, sometimes it's just about taking the intensity down yeah as you go along some of the exercises you have to change um such as uh for example lying on your back for too long because of the blood flow restricting the blood flow to the center um, certain core exercises, plank, planks, sit-ups, and things. You don't want to cut, create any intra-abdominal pressure. Yeah, at Obviously all. See that leads to diastasis. Ever the whole time yeah. from the very start. Have you had any kids? No. No. Um, so, yeah. I mean, as a male, we can't relate. Mm. Two more. <laughs> Keep going. Okay, that's enough. Yeah. Rest. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Is everything all right? I'm all right. Yeah. No. You start no. to sweat. Stop, stop, yeah. stop, stop, stop. stop. <laughs> oh. anything hurt? Are you okay? What does that mean? What they the actually say panicking. now, though, um, that a woman's heart rate is, you know, fine to be 150, 160 while ex- exercising when pregnant. Right. Well, they used to say, keep it 130, keep it low, keep it moderate. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, yeah, it's just a lack of empathy. It just scares me. But I mean, like, so what, what would be like the key difference then? So you, you have a pregnant lady comes to, is there like a, a unique sort of movement assessment or a unique screening process that you would go through? Yeah, so I run a, um, a specific pre-screen for the pre- all the prenatal um, women that come in, um, mainly to kind of assess their strengths and weaknesses, um, look at the mobility as well. So we do a shoulder mobility test, uh, a glute um, test, a step-down test, overhead squat test, 
um, various ones just so we can kind of see where their posture's at as well because from that then you kind of program the exercises according to the posture and according to how their posture is going to change okay because their posture would change from trimester one to trimester three sure. which i think some people maybe don't think about they just kind of think right i'm going to get them to you know lift this today or whatever when actually you've got to kind of think right what's happening in the body every day the body could be different um, what's happening here like how can i help these changes what are yep. the changes going to be? What are you, what are you considering? Um, like, for example, the glutes can become quite weak because your pelvis becomes anteriorly rotated forward. Um, so your hip flexors become overstretched. So your lower abdominals also become weak. Um, your upper chest, um, or your, your upper back, sorry, um, becomes weak as well because your chest muscles become quite tight. Um, and that's all just to do with how the center of gravity starts to shift forward. And then uh, what in the, say, take the first trimester, someone's just found out they're training by themselves and they just realize, okay, I'm pregnant. What are the definite do's and the definite don'ts? To be honest, do's is fine. There's, there's not really much you can't, you kind of don't, wouldn't stop doing anything around that stage. It's only really until you get into trimester two. So maybe 12, 13, 14 weeks. Yeah. Maybe then start uh, modifying things. Um, see how you feel because a lot of women have a lot of energy still sometimes they suddenly feel like completely different yeah yeah for is sure. there any specific yeah. exercise selection like crunches uh, plank holds that's all okay in the first they're trimester? fine they're fine for, for the time being at what stage are you looking to stop? once a woman starts to show a bit more so within kind of three months I'd say then start to monitor monitor kind of how they're feeling and things because the abdominals become stretched, so you just don't want to kind of create any pressure unnecessarily. So it's, it's more for the sake of the mom rather than the baby, that inter-abdominal pressure. Then you're just worried about yeah. tearing kind yeah. of the rectus abdominis, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. I was so thinking like you'd squish the baby or something. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, this is what... Because when I was first starting out way, way back, in, I had a fitness instructor job, just pr- programming general members, showed them the program, off they went on their merry way. If they wanted to come back, they could come back six weeks later and get a new program kind of thing. And I had a woman who was in the very early stages of pregnancy. So one of the, I must have been like 21. I probably ve- ve- definitely was less than six months into my career. And uh, there was a simple techno gym ab crunch machine that I, would, I put her on just very generally just because she wanted to do it she like she wanted mm. to do it and i was like I, okay this is how this machine works if you're gonna i don't know if i was like if you're gonna use it i'll show you how to use it but i would recommend i can't remember that much detail but when i came literally as soon as i walked back to where the the staff were one of the managers who's a female manager who was very what's the word maternal figure mm. was very much like did you just give her uh, ab crunches oh my gosh and she didn't tell me off but she went straight over to the woman and she looked like, you can't do this you can't do this you can't do this and I just thought alright I'm never ever taking on another pregnant woman yeah. again because yeah. I, I'm just out of my course what I was told was, was A, B and C so what I was doing was still in line with what I was told um, I just thought right if there's any confusion I don't want to be any part of this so that's where my hands are just like, hands off someone else can take over um, so now in Dubai, like when one of my clients will come and say, my wife is pregnant or in Europe, uh, have I had anybody? I've had nobody long term who's then got pregnant. But clients have said my wife or my sister or my whatever. I was going to say my brother's sister. My brother's wife um, is pregnant. 
do you know anybody? So I'll, I'll ask around, and there's a couple of there's a couple of trainers in our gym where we are who have that on their belt. I'll see if they can do with it. But do you find you get a lot of referrals from people who don't want to train it? In that sense, like people like me, <laughs> too scared that it. Um, some, some actually, yes. Yeah. That maybe are a bit just a bit scared about what they should shouldn't do, kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting the the connection you just said there, Matt, about don't do the crunches for the sake of the woman's giving birth process, mm. rather well, than strangling the baby. The woman's giving birth <laughs> process. What? Like the the process of her abs loosening and lengthening, because it doesn't Worried make sense the to me that. Fire up. That uh, the, uh, you, your abs actually open. Yeah, open. the linea yeah. alba opens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's good. All you really need to it. think about actually is it's just changing your focus of what is your goal now because you're not kind of working towards strength and weight loss. You're, yeah, you want to maintain a level of fitness and strength, and you can still build strength, but you're kind of not looking for kind of an aesthetic element in there necessarily yeah sure so in terms of doing crunches and things it's not really about working those muscles it's about actually keeping your internal core muscles strong um which kind of in hand then relates to stabilizing the spine keeping the spine stable yeah i mean it's it's only like as you said like things like lordosis become an issue so i guess it's almost worth like let's just keep doing this as long as we can just to try and kind of counteract that as much as possible right yeah yeah but then you're trying to you're trying to strengthen the core Mm. to protect the back but then you have to layer the core lengthen and become loose. Is that? Am I wrong? Is that a? But was that where we're, what we're talking about? Are you making stuff up? I don't I'm know. If sure. I, uh, th- that would be. No, 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 so you're talking about trying to strengthen the core. I yeah. could be completely wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I, I, again, I, yeah, I, this is why I don't you're, work. You're trying to strengthen the core, but not in the way that you might have done before. For example, okay. doing sit-ups and things. Yeah. You're so not, it's we're actually not more crunches. about stabilizing the core and keeping it stable. Okay, so what are your go-to exercises then? Um, exercises like lots of cable anti-rotation exercises, pallof press, um, loads of ones like that. Um, side planks are fine as well. Yeah. Side planks, yeah. Um, Stabilisation exercises, I like to do those as well as like a step up. Mm. So just like a step up with the knee drive, things like that, where you're still keeping your core active. Sure. Um, planks at elevation can be okay as well, so long as they're not feeling in too much pressure as well. Cool. And then you're gonna. At what stage do you advise them to not lie? Trimester two, midway between trimester two, really. What should they be doing? Well, that's when they can be doing all of those exercises. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you can lay on your back for some, but you're just not meant to be on your back for too long. Okay. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Say. Uh, but I mean, it's so. Let's say somebody come in and they've only trained for say like two months beforehand. Like, wh- where would the threshold be where you're like, maybe you shouldn't train, or we're going to completely alter this? Like, do, do you have like I'd a probably cut-off? monitor their heart rate first, actually, just see where their okay. heart rate is at. So, for example, you don't want to get a woman that you sit on the bike at level three and her heart rate's already at 160. Right, right. Yeah, so you want to kind of monitor that actually she's getting enough out of what you're doing. You might do three exercises instead of six exercises. Yeah, sure. See, it's, that's interesting because I would have thought like just because like when you're pregnant, obviously like blood flow increases right just because obviously yeah actually increases 50 percent 50 percent within trimester two so is there not then like a capability to do 
say even like more cardio be more resilient to that just because you obviously have more red blood cells or is it the fact that because you're growing this kid that it's all being used well it is all being used so your yeah, heart rate yeah. is going to be elevated anyway yeah but if you've yeah. got tw- if you've got 50 percent more blood does your heart have to work harder to shift that volume yeah we'll do effectively yeah, yeah. so your heart rate is yeah. going to have to jack up yeah, in speed yeah. um yeah i mean I'm sure people listening right now can tense the uneasiness between me and you yeah, having this like, conversation. What, what, what and then what do I do? I'm in no way going to use this conversation to start practicing and advertising, but it's, it's interesting to know. Because what I would just be worried about is how females react to the idea of their body changing when they are now going to be giving birth in nine months. Like yeah. that meant that first, oh, Mental, what yeah. can I do? What yeah. can't I do? Who do I go to? How do I talk about uh, this whole well, scary thing? Actually, interesting. I had um, a lady in my class last week that said something. I was like, oh, that's quite... I never really thought about that. But she's obviously in the position. And she just said... Uh, she's looking at her body every day, same as she would have done before. But now she's seeing her body like... She's pushing herself, still training. But her body's changing and she's getting bigger. And she's like, I'm really finding that kind of mental struggle hard. But she said, coming here and actually exercising is actually making me feel like I'm, I'm actually in control of my body still. Whereas yeah, sure. if I wasn't, I was just sitting at home. I don't feel in, in control because there's just like life inside me. Yeah. <laughs> she said, I just feel like as an alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taking that, over. That mess with my head so much. Yeah. If you started getting... A, if I got pregnant, yeah. That would mess with a lot of people's <laughs> heads if you got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like the idea that... Uh, do, will they lose the weight? How difficult is it going to be? What can they do? And then you're going to throw the imbalance of hormones into the mix to combat their already sort of doubtful, threatening, anxious mindset. Um, Do you get much... You must have to talk people through the kind of the hormonal process as well. How would you put someone's nerves or anxiety at ease? Well, to be honest, first of all, they're doing the right thing if they're exercising already because you're kind of... You're maintaining a good body composition before you even had the baby so in a time of a kind of a mindset kind of thing you've had the baby but you you know maybe you're better off than you would have done if you hadn't exercised through your whole pregnancy sure yeah so, so it's kind of like uh like prehab for an injury yeah yeah get the muscles around the joint strong so yeah. that when you come out of the process you yeah. put, you're starting again from a better place yeah exactly is it harder for them to get strong or like put on muscle like with that hormonal sort of imbalance like do you find like it just progress just slows it can whole? be i mean a lot of the stuff i work on a lot of it is technique yeah yeah um and to be honest i do a lot of circuit kind of style um workouts maybe even just with a pair of dumbbells where they're just kind of progressing and they're doing the same workout as the next week so they can actually see a little bit of progression there rather than monitoring you know necessarily they're lifting more weight or anything they yeah, might sure. do a little bit but yeah yeah i suppose if they've, <laughs> they've come from a background of being able to lift heavier and heavier that's that's going to be like a major blow if you suddenly tell them like actually no no yeah, you're going yeah. to go real light now yeah the gym we're in there's a, there's a crossfit box there and there was a girl continuing her crossfit all the oh, way yeah, you see I don't know about all the way box through. jump snatches yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she did a, she did almost everything I mean I, I, towards the later stages I did notice she was taking a lighter weight on the bar but she wasn't uh, avoiding any of the movements um, but she's her body is predisposed to that exactly yeah, so her yeah, joints yeah. have the robustness to be able to deal with those those movements um, but again like I people do you want to talk a little bit about the relaxing that gets released do you want to explain Explain that for people. Yeah, so um, trimester two again, most of the changes happen in the body then. So as I said before, cardiac output actually increases by 50%. 
Um, and that's actually when more relaxin starts to get released. So basically what that means is your, your muscles, uh, well, your joints become looser. Mm. So you can effectively become more supple. And like, you do notice it as well when you're training people. Really, yeah. You honestly, you do. Like their depth of a squat. Maybe they couldn't have yeah. done that two yeah. weeks ago. Actually, like, I saw that in my client as yeah. well. Really? Like, Did you actually? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Jesus, what happened there? So like, relaxing, relaxing is a hormone that the body releases to, re- to, to soften the binding yeah, of to soften, soften the ligaments the and, yeah. and the, the collagen. Um, so that during the birthing process, uh, bones can split further apart to allow the process yeah, exactly. happens and it actually takes a few months after delivery yeah. for them to even come back to normal as well and what I think a lot of women forget that they suddenly think oh I'm going to be back to how I was and you've got a completely different body, body to be honest yeah so yeah. for people who haven't exercised you said that you would monitor their heart rate uh, when they come in at the very start what else are you looking for through the, through the stages and someone who's like because they're going to want to push I imagine they're going to want to really they're, they're mm push themselves how are you pulling the reins back um well i keep the exercises quite simple if they're just learning to squat and things like that just keep it as kind of body weight kind of exercises um but again still push them in that in what they can do in their capabilities yeah yeah and then after the after the birth in the postnatal what are you what are you looking for how long should somebody wait before they consider it so it's usually eight to twelve weeks depending if i've had a c-section or whatever to even Um, get even to do, to do um, what? What should they do it then? It depends. I've had some actually back within six weeks. Um, Just showing up and doing easy stuff yeah, to begin with? Yeah, but make sure they've had a check with the doctor. Yeah. Um, and women health, women's health specialists are actually really becoming quite popular now as well. Yeah. So they're just like pelvic floor specialists. They check your abdominal lining. They check. Uh, they do some TRA activations, check that your internal core is working. Because I think a lot of people now are just more aware of their body and, for example, diastasis recti for and sure. things like that. Yeah. Do you ever get any like, resistance from doctors? Like, Do you ever get kind of your clients coming saying, actually, my doctor's yeah. told me that I can't train? Yeah, some do. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's weird, the medical community. But I think that's that where sense. you step in and you say, right, well, I know what to do. Right, we're going to do a check. We're going to check your abdominal lining. We're going to do this. Because at least if you're then on that you know, level... Yeah. Then you they feel more cared for and more supported. Yeah. And I often liaise with the physios and things as well. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the medical community is a weird one like that. Like obviously crazy intelligent guys, but then in, in many cases it's been decades since they've been to medical school and they just don't necessarily care to read up on exercise and things like that. So but they also don't know. I had a I had a old lecturer who was uh coaching a cardiac surgeon, so like a heart surgeon. He said, I know everything there is to know about the heart. You you like anatomically structurally how to fix it how to blah 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 but he said I don't know how to train it I don't know how to, I don't know what to do very in the gym. progressive oh, wow. very humble of him. yeah he's an old boy he's an old guy yeah so our lecture was like so we sit and we talk about the heart all session and he talks about all the mechanics of this and this and then I, we we talk about the different what happens when this what happens, the heart rate the oxygen deficit oxygen uptake VO2 he, like they have these crazy talks but the, the guy just doesn't know he knows what it is to know to cut it up and give you a triple bypass and all that but in the gym environment he just he never knew he's not taught um so yeah humble of him but there's many people who just say don't do anything the safest option is to do nothing yeah well yeah, even job, now right? even now lots of doctors say that now as well yeah you get the ones that are op- the opposite and say no go for it, exercise and then you say the ones that no no don't you don't even think about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean to a certain extent they have to cover themselves. Yeah, and like, it's understandable. Like you can't blame them really because 
like you said, like the, the best option, like the safest is, okay, just don't do anything, just hide in your room under your covers, you know? And that's the same with rehab, that's the same with anything. Like, if, does that hurt? Okay, don't do it. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's protects the doctor, it doesn't protect the, um, doesn't protect the patient. Yeah. Um, so what else are you doing then, aside from the pregnancy? What, 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 how do you spend your days at work? Or um, So I have clients as well, I do one-on-one training. And then um, I do a lot of strength training myself. So I've competed in a few um, bodybuilding shows yeah. out oh, here. Really? Yeah. Well, which uh, my, it's my division? First year or off. So first year off. Yeah. Is it? So nice. <laughs> uh, bikini figure or which? Uh, I did um, bikini and fitness uh, twice. So I've done th- I've done three shows now. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had uh, Sophie on a while back. Do you know Sophie? Uh, what's the name? Hollingdale. Hollingdale it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you see her Instagram post a while back about kind of her? body issues and things like that when she was getting really lean and still thought that she was sort of overweight um i mean we don't have to go into it if you don't want to but that like how do you sort of find the whole prep process i like that? the process because i enjoy just having the control over what you're doing and how far you can get your body to and everything like that it's actually the coming out side that's the hardest part because mentally you just got to be like right i've got a life back but yeah. you don't know how to do that without having control of your plate and your food and your macros and everything what is in you're worried about kind of rebounding and then sort of putting on in a way in a way yeah it takes me about three months to be right. like I you're can there do looking this. at oreos just like oh <laughs> i want it but i don't want to do it i don't want to do it <laughs> yeah it's tough but it's i like the, the process of it is good i like the discipline and you know the it's kind of a bit weird you feel a bit like rewarding every day when you've gone done another day and then you realize oh i've done on like three months yeah I mean it's I still insane. maintain it's, it's the toughest sport like it's the toughest thing to do because it's, it's just 24-7 all the time it is though like, it is um, and it's one of those things where the leaner you get the more your physiology kind of uh, you're kind of getting into this massive stress response and you're like the world becomes a darker place when you get kind of that <laughs> lean and you know yeah. what I mean so it's it, it, it takes such a monumental amount of effort. I mean, I'm told that I have no idea what it's like, but from what people have told me, it takes like a monumental amount. Yeah, of effort. I think a lot of people don't do those. Come out of it, like in terms of, yeah, mentally it's tough. But I mean, reverse diet properly and all of that. I think a lot of people just rebound and then they'll just binge eat. So what's the reverse diet look like? So you, where you gradually build your calories back up to a normal um, maintenance level, rather than sure. sitting at a calorie deficit, which you get used to. In a way, it's a bit weird. You're like, well, I'm still eating because you're eating like five mini meals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but actually, in terms of what you're consuming, yes, what, 13, 1400 calories. Right, right. And actually, that's not enough of what you should be having. Sure. And yeah. uh, so what, what was the leanest you got then for the show, body fat percentage wise? I actually don't know what percent I was, but I was definitely the leanest I was l- this time last year. Did you intentionally not test or did you just... Um, I did skin folds, but I, don't, I honestly don't know where I ended up in, in the end. Really, yeah? Maybe like 10% or so, 12 and uh, with the reverse dieting, are you not just looking to binge because it's done? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, there's no goal there anymore. So you're like, oh, screw it. <laughs> like yeah. That. So how did you do then? What was your sort I of I did like 14 days. I honestly kept doing it though. 14 just, days? Yeah, I did 10, 10 days to 14 of days. Of what? Of just monitoring my calories. After? Okay. So you basically just build. I kept my carbs in the whole time, but just building your carbs back up again. And did you end up with like some gigantic cheat meal at the end? Yeah. Always. And what did you have? I actually don't know what I had last time. Oh, no, I did. I had a, a box of Krispy Kremes. <laughs> box of Krispy Kremes? Like yeah. How many? Like well, to be honest, no. I ate about three or four, then probably wanted to kill myself. Yeah, sure. Ch- kind of regretted it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually just get this massive sugar rush. Oh, my gosh. And a pizza. And I a forgot pizza. about that. <laughs> Where did you do the shows? Here? Um, I did one in London, the O2 Arena. And then I did 
one in Dubai and then the last one was in Dubai as well so two in Dubai I've done three are you going to do more? I don't think so really why not? I feel like I've kind of done it well my mindset's not there you ask me this in three months I might be like okay maybe (laughs) what's the attraction to it? I like just the the discipline of it and the goal having a goal and a focus um, and it really pushes me in training like you're training five times a week and I will train five times a week yeah sure this is, it's like a powerful stimulus to mm. not like an idiot in front of other people right yeah in a sense like I'm going to be on stage I better get my ass down oh the gym yeah. like, otherwise this is going to be one humiliating thing <laughs> it's probably the most sort of potent kind of motivator I think just not looking like an idiot in front of other people it's so, it's so heavy on the self esteem though you're literally putting yeah. yourself on stage it to be I judged I honestly think there's yeah. a lot of women out there that have a lot of like issues that maybe don't even admit to them like Mentally, definitely. Much yeah, with your sure. hormones, your everything. Yeah, just all of it. Like your physiology and the whole self-esteem. I mean, it's just psychologically traumatic. It looks like the whole process just is. Yeah, even for the guys. I mean, yeah, like yeah, yeah. females, one thing. But the guys have to... They've got the same uh, kind of stresses. They have to diet. They have to... They're, yeah. they're subject to the same cravings that females have. Um, they've got to do it. Equally have to reach a standard of aesthetics that's relatively subjective it, it would appear from exactly. people who aren't in and the then you're up against most people that are taking taking yeah. stuff yeah, you know right. and that's really that's kind of become the sport now which is a shame but but that, that's the interesting thing like I, I was started watching that uh, Iron Generation 2 on Netflix the other day Just I, I think it's just come out I've not seen it before yeah, I haven't seen it re- um, recently and they were just talking this is like the pro bodybuilders like the Jay Cutlers and all these sorts of dudes and they were just saying that the emphasis now is obviously just on getting as large as physically possible but pretty much everybody agrees that they looked so much better when they were just kind of on the way up in the industry do you know what I mean and they, it was kind of like the Arnold look but like everybody says it like the judges are saying it and the competitors are saying it and yet for some reason there's still this kind of nature there's still this trend to just get big or just get insanely ripped um, yeah and like w- where do you draw the line kind of thing yeah. Like, what are they really looking for as well? It just turns into a free show. Because <laughs> actually, at the end of the day, yeah, they're ticking boxes, but you don't know who you're going to be up against on the, on the day. You don't know who's going to be in the line on the day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you could be the flavor of the day or you could be not. <laughs> so when, when, like, from your point of view then, what was your sort of, when did you think you looked the best? Was it, like, right when you are on stage or was it kind of, you know, a couple of months beforehand? No, or? I'd say it was a couple of, probably a week after or so, just because I was more, you're just kind of more chilled and relaxed in a way yeah sure and often people say you end up looking a bit leaner but you've leaner but you're filled with carbs as well yeah which sure which is so where there's that fine line because you need to be doing that yeah yeah but people yeah. get scared to do that as well before they go on stage and then when they see the stage pictures they're like ah, I should have eaten more <laughs> yeah for sure because your muscles look just is it flat, that sensitive yeah. you are that sensitive yeah yeah you are, your body is that sensitive like the outer periphery will look different mm. if you have some carbs yeah, for yeah sure. that's why they eat especially drink red wine and things yeah right? yeah, yeah before a glass yeah. of red wine before especially if people haven't like loaded carbs or they've cut carbs right down um, it's sometimes you know people load the night before day before and if you haven't then it's going to make a big difference yeah yeah, it's funny how everybody seems to have almost opposing strategies. Like some people just don't eat anything. Some people just kind of overload Some people cut water. Some people, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's, also, it's also interesting that people win with different strategies. Yeah. People can have different strategies for everything. For a marathon, I have a different strategy to somebody else. But we're going we're gonna to be very noticeable different outcomes. I ran once a week, they ran five times a week. But the people who win, one yeah. winner does this, one winner does a very, very different thing. It's just the creativity in, in bodybuilding. Like for instance, everybody kind of, well, kind of knows to run a marathon and then there are different kind of uh, methodologies of training for that 
but it's the the creativity like who who discovered like red wine like it's just some guy on a jolly he's like fuck it i'm just gonna have a drink <laughs> and he's suddenly like wow this is awesome and people are like dude what did you do yeah and you're like well, i drank some red wine and like, everybody's drinking red. or did somebody actually sit down with like uh, a sommelier or something like that and be like so you know let, what's the wine going to do or like how am I going to sort of do this well or that's what, so true you, you know? say that because when I went to London and did the WBFF in London and we were joking because everyone backstage had jam peanut butter and rice cakes and I looked around thinking right we're we not allowed in here if we don't have rice cakes yeah 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 <laughs> literally why has no one like just been like oh I've got a banana what are you going to do yeah. <laughs> see if <laughs> I was in that position I couldn't help but just fuck with people do you know like do something uh, go like off, a really like, really go yeah. on like, like like to the T strategy and then when people ask what did you do just fuck their heads oh I drank this like you should try it do you know what I mean <laughs> well I was saying to Sophie um, you're, you're sitting there you're in this incredibly lean condition and you you get like a protein bar but then you put it in like a Snickers wrapper or something like that and you're just there munching it do you know right in front of all yeah, your yeah what the hell like, would people think the Snickers man why do you, you know, want just, to do this it'll just mess with people's heads <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger like, does that what are you doing what are you doing yeah what are you doing this? no 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 man I don't give a shit do you want some of my Snickers do you know just kind of messing there they're <laughs> craving it like oh. that's, that was kind of Arnold Schwarzenegger's yeah, strategy whatever that documentary's called he's just Pumping messing with Lou Frigno the whole show even sitting with <laughs> his parents there. going he needs help it's the best you ever looked but I looked better yeah you're good but I'm better that's the that's those mind games. He says he's won before he's even got on stage. Yeah. It's like saying a guy's posing slightly off, like, ah, you're looking a little flat, man. Like, yeah, so uh, weird, though. How do you, like, I don't know if that's the same as a performance. If you mess with someone in their head like, during a performance. Of yeah, but this is like trying to play on their cravings. So you're there in their Snickers going like, fuck. And then they're there like thinking, fuck, I want that Snickers. He's getting away with it. But obviously it's not. It's your protein bar, see? They're trying to kid themselves. This rice cake's so good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was a fuckery. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of... Uh, do you find you get any females who want to train that way? They ask you for advice in relation um, to I've that. I've had some. Yeah, I've had some actually. But not ones that want to go that far, really. I was going to say, what advice would you give them? Um, make sure you kind of, you definitely know you're, you want to do it because you've got to commit and you've got to be consistent with the training and the nutrition. You have to be bang on. Uh, somebody coming in. In terms in of like, you know, you're teaching people about how to be flexible. That's kind of not really there. I was more flexible last time. Flexible, how? In terms of my diet. Okay. And how much so you time learn about you, your body a bit more. Yeah, sure. Um, oh, yeah, I can imagine for sure. You know exactly what's going to work. It was the first time not. I was super strict. So. Yeah. Um, how much time did you spend on your posing? And things like uh, that. I, to be honest, last minute, probably the last four oh, weeks. Really? Yeah. Because yeah, I remember seeing them I in training. I had a few classes and did that, yeah. Yeah, like ballerinas and uh, catwalk models <laughs> teaching them like how to walk and all this sort of stuff. I find it's fascinating, do you know what I mean? Like, it's such a it's multifaceted funny. It's so of thing. It's so funny. Like training and then posing and then the nutrition and then all these little sort of things. Yeah, it's fascinating. Would so you much money in it, though, seriously. Yeah. There's money in it. Oh, like in terms of how much you spend, it's ridiculous. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. There's not prize money, though. No, that's but there's not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see well, it. I actually won the one in Dubai the first year. Yeah, did you? I won nice. bikini and fitness. And What's the difference? What did I win? I won a protein shaker. Oh, really? Really? Congrats. Yeah, and Thanks some protein. For, for life. <laughs> <laughs> no. What, uh, what's the difference between, what did you just say, bikini and fitness? Um, so fitness, you just need more of a developed physique, so more developed muscles. Bikini... Um, you just need a so it's a softer look so you're not as lean in bikini they don't want that lean hard kind of look sure um, so f- f- say that again fit- bikini fitness, is softer you need more kind of shape more shape and development in muscle groups so they'll be looking at certain muscle groups like what 
um, shoulders, quads, glutes, things like that. With bikini, you just have to have a nice kind of symmetry to your body, good flow. Um, but again, they will be looking at the muscle groups, but you, they don't want to see, like for example, abs right. or anything. So yeah. you won both. Yeah, I did. In that the too. same year. Yeah. With that was obviously just <laughs> luck. So as you had well. the same look. You had the same look on stage, but you won two <laughs> competitions. They're looking for two different looks. Yeah. You just ticked all the boxes. <laughs> was it the same judges? <laughs> yeah. Someone's not right there. Although everyone else <laughs> was <laughs> been like screw you. <laughs> so you won the softer look and the the other look with the same look. Yeah. Which doesn't really make sense, does it? Mm. Some fuckery here. What's it doesn't about? say a lot for the rest of the group, though. Maybe the <laughs> other group are like yeah, really bad. Perhaps that's what it was. Um, but they, they've they've stopped female bodybuilding now. That's now done, dusted, right? Is that right? Well, here. Just in general, like even in the states, there's just no more female bodybuilding. I think. What are you, sh- are you sure? No, uh, last year I think. This is just what I was saying on the Iron Generation. Is in like the, like the big girls. Do you know what I mean? Like the, the big. Who has they, stuff? They, they oh, have. They've completely done. As in the physique competitors, or just whatever the biggest version of the female one is is yeah, now physique. done. Oh, wow. Who has stopped it? The organisers or now girls? Yeah, yeah like the IFBB. It. Like everything's just stopped. You know, there's some like smaller sort of competitions still, but um, there was it's sort only of a matter of time before some underground one comes up and then becomes the best one again. Like it's not until the people stop wanting to. Why? Why do they stop though? Uh, just because they it wasn't worth the cash anymore. Like nobody wow. was watching it. You know, uh, people well, just wanted to see the girls see, in bikinis. Have you seen any of these shows before? Sorry? Have you seen any of the shows before? I was at one yeah, in the yeah, UK. Yeah. So you go to one, the physique one, like you say, yeah. there's usually, what, two women in it? Yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah, of course. Or maybe, I think there was one the when I went once, the They were like, oh, you won, by the way. She was like, oh, no shit. <laughs> yeah, there was one I was in uh, Bucharest. I went to see one, and there's, yeah, there was literally two yeah. big bodybuilder women. They're huge, though. They're, oh, they're like gigantic. stacked. Yeah, so you just call it physique. Physique is the one where the women are huge. Okay. I mean, I've got a friend back in the UK. She did it all naturally to be honest but like you, when you're there you're definitely up against people that oh, are yeah. Yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. especially for the women but if there's, if there's two in this region and there's two in a different region they just go alright you just go straight into Vegas and we'll put all ten of you into mm. the comp mm. that, that, right, it's, know, they'll only stop, stop when women stop entering it there's yeah. going to be a portion no, of the they've pop- actually just stopped it like flat out like it, people are wanting to compete but there just isn't the the desire or the audience anymore so they've just cut it yeah that'll go into Mexico or something in Eastern Europe category. there is a what a figure category and I wonder whether maybe that one's taken over a bit probably yeah so it goes like bikini fitness figure physique and I wonder if everyone's just falling into the figure one maybe yeah, probably. So probably. complicated. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, but with the fitness thing, what what did you do? Is your you you have to do like a performancey sort of stuff, no, right? Or like no, a demonstration? No, no, you don't with that one. Which one's that no. one? That's like a, a separate. It's fitness something. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. No, I checked actually because like I was worried it would be like they call my name <laughs> like, and be like, right, do, do something. <laughs> yeah, go on then. Let's see. Is, is that it? <laughs> Pull out a couple of backflips, yeah. burpees. There you go. Done. <laughs> In so, heels as well. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. So what are you doing in Dubai then? Like at your, for aside from the training, do you do any activities? Do you play any sports? Um, I don't actually at the moment. No. Did you ever? Slack are you, are you sp- uh-huh. No sports, no? No. I, don't, it's, it's, I have done after We're running the marathon in January. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> so I don't actually have time in my schedule oh, to do right, any yeah, extra, extra sports at the feeling. moment. Do you play sports in Southend? Yeah, I did a lot of cheerleading in England, actually. So I was coaching and running cheerleading squads. Is in which, to be honest, I wanted to do out here. but Is in like the competitive sort of yeah, so backflips like, and yeah. throwing people up? Yeah, the stunting side of things, yeah. Right. And stunting, what, they call it, Matt. Yeah. Stunting? Stunts. It's called stunting. Well, stunting. I was a stuntsman. <laughs> I, was a, I was a stuntsman. I did a, a day of stunting. <laughs> you did cheerleading, did you? Yeah. Were you in St. Mary's that? when I was there? Yeah. 
whatever the day was Simstock Simfest. Oh yes, yes my housemate <laughs> set up the university uh, cheerleading team. She did it in her local area. I got all the got all the girls massively involved. Like, yeah, I remember the, the girls were. She had no problem getting people to sign up. They all wanted to do it, and two of the bodybuilders, friends of ours, in fact. Who, yeah, Stoney and those guys. Well, I wouldn't say any names in public, but some of the guys <laughs> wanted to do two it. Two huge bodybuilder types. Two, yeah, okay. and uh, they got involved in the practices all the way through. When it came around to, to the day, something came up, can't remember what, but they couldn't do it, or they needed somebody else. And, and you were the man. Stepped in, saved the day. Done. Yeah, a little Threw a few. No, I was in a T-shirt and uh, tracksuit bottoms. I'm sure there's photographs of it on Facebook, although I don't have my Facebook down. anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's photographs. Um, it was good fun. I mean, oh, sure. it's not easy. You have, to, you have to throw a girl up. You have to throw her straight. This is stunting. Stunting. And, catch, yeah. and then you have to be there to take the full body weight, like absorb it. And all four of you have to do the same thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's not easy to throw a human straight <laughs> up in the air <laughs> and catch them again. And then uh, make sure that they don't die. Yeah, no. that's basically what you have to do and then there's a technique to it that you have to figure out yeah. so you don't crunch your head or you don't like get head on head like there's a body flying from well I never forget feet. how many times uh, when I was at university were you a flyer we did or a no I was a stunt a thrower a thrower a base yeah. oh a base that's a what base. it is I yeah. was a base but the, the whole process is stunting yeah. <laughs> why don't they just call it throwing why, it what is, is it stunting because there's more there's catching there's pivoting yeah but why is it stunting because it's a stunt Oh, I see. Okay, like a stunt person. There's the cheerleading where they run out at the NFL going, no, no, I understand give me a P, P. Yeah, yeah. And then there's stunting where all the girls make little pyramids with each other and they yeah. throw it up and they catch and they stand on one leg. But wait, so the stunting is the actual, the whole sport thing or are we just talking about that's just the one move? No, no, that is the sport thing. Right, so it's, <laughs> so it's, it's not really cheerleading, it's stunting. Yeah, so people think, oh, you're a cheerleader. Yeah. But right, actually, there's stunter. more to it than that. I'm not just cheering. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> it's, it's, so what they do, the cheerleaders lead the cheers of sports games, right, in theory. Yeah. To do that, they developed more elaborate performances. Yeah. yeah. Part of that performance then turned from cheerleading, yay, hey, give me a T, T, give me an M for Matt, whoa, into, right, now throw the girl up and get her to do it up there. Yeah. That's the stunt part of it. Right. So then the stunting is actually a whole... Comp- it might even be an Olympic thing. Is it gone into the Olympics? No, I think there's... But they've tried to push it towards that, to be honest. Yeah. It's insane. When you actually go to these like competitions and see it... I never the understand elite, why they the stopped The elite squads sports. are ridiculous. Yeah. Why they what? Well, why they, why they just stop things in general? Like The sport wants to do it and there's funding for it. Like Why, why wouldn't you do it? I don't understand why they, they just stop. It, it wasn't even classed as a sport at first. Yeah, but no, it, was, no, it was chess. And chess used to be in the, the Olympics. <laughs> do you know Did what it? I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Poetry reading used to be in the Olympics. Back when it first started. Probably I wish we'll I could argue that. I wish I, I, could, I, I, wish I could debate now, that, like but I'll have to believe you. <laughs> you fucking dick. There's no poetry in the Olympics. Uh, I think. How do you... What? You win... Uh, so there's an Olympic champion poetry reader. Yeah. Not somewhere anymore. Out there. I'm talking about like back in 1896. So somebody's grandparents have oh. gold yeah. medals, Olympic dynasty of poetry readers. Poetry okay. But have you seen what's, what's going to be in the Olympics next year? It's going to be the fastest Olympic sport, right? This rock climbing. Like if you've not seen it, and what you call to it? This, it's rock climbing, but it's speed rock climbing. Oh. I've never seen anything more impressive oh in my, my life as far like as little ninjas. <laughs> yeah, but they're literally running up the wall, like bear crawling up the wall, and it's rapid. It's like twenty-five meters. Are they, they harnessed? Do it in six seconds. Are they strapped and harnessed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But just, just when you go home, 
just YouTube it. It's unreal. Are you going to enter it? Matt started rock climbing recently. Yeah, oh my gosh, that, I yeah. think I might. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be a speed rock climber. It's big yeah. out here, actually. Rock climbing. Bouldering and everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. I've I literally started bit, like yeah. a month ago and I love it. It's great. I, I need to do it more because every time I go and do it, I get scared again. <laughs> yeah, well, I just climb like a retard. And if I like, get up the wall and down a few times, I'm like, right, I can do it now. I go there and I just everything's arms. You know, I'm just holding on for dear life and then I look across and there's this, like, this 14-year-old girl oh, who's don't. just kind of just just wiggling up the wall you know just leverage. no fear no yeah, fear yeah, straight yeah, for sure. I'm just holding also very on. light and very strong and very very yeah, yeah no fear very confident but sometimes that's the better thing like if you're a little bit weaker then you you have to use your the leverage right so you end up learning the proper technique whereas because I can get away with it to a certain extent I just end up pulling myself up but then I'm gassed after like 10 seconds yeah you know so she's just there up and down and I'm sort of holding on you know jacking up my arms I don't even arms. think they do that they're just like yeah, just go and then jump off at the top. You're like, Jesus, I'm there trying to lower myself gently. Maybe you should just admit that 14-year-old girls are better than you. Oh, no, they are. There's no uh, <laughs> denial there. Absolutely yeah. better than me, for sure. So you're not going to win the Olympics I'm just I'm not going to win the Olympics now. <laughs> some 15-year-old Belarusian girl. Just <laughs> see it. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, yeah, so, okay. Um, so what's, up, what's coming up for you then? What's in store for you? You're speaking today. Yeah, in... 10 minutes time oh okay, minutes okay. we'll wrap yeah. this well, up well when they yeah. come out of there <laughs> straight and, uh, are you nervous uh, oh, I am but I think I'll be alright when I get going I'll be fine what's, yeah. your, what's it going to be what, do you, like, what do you tell people what do you teach people so I'm taking them through the anatomical and physiological changes during pregnancy um, so what happens trimester 1 trimester 2 trimester 3 how the body changes what happens to um, your heart rate and everything like that hormones and then how they can kind of relate that to exercise um, and prescribe that to exercise. Yeah. And then a little bit about postnatal as well. Did you do your course out here? Yeah, I did. So for anybody listening who's thinking of doing a course, because obviously your chat will be good for people, but it doesn't qualify them to go out and cover everything. So where would you point people to in a direction if they wanted to get a certification? I did it with um, Active IQ out here, I think. Right. Yeah. But I know they're, they're definitely still running it as a course out here. Yeah. Yeah. And so how long is the course weekend thing? Is it? A yeah, it's two or three days. Really? Okay. Just like full on days. Yeah. And you felt like you have you all the yeah. tools to leave confident and, and able to do it, yeah? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's cool. That's good. Okay. So where can people get, get you online or where can they uh, follow your fitness stage journey? or your? F- so I've got a little bit of a YouTube channel, but that's kind of not really where most of my kind of content goes my Instagram's probably the best one what's your Instagram uh, it's Anna Holmes underscore Dubai Fitness and uh, what's the YouTube um, it's the same it's the same, the same thing yeah okay cool well good luck in your talk today thank um, you I'm sure we'll have you back on sometime in the future to just recap uh, do you have anything else you want to add no no that's all good Th- yeah okay it. cool alright cheers Thanks. for speaking to us Anna we'll thank see you, you soon see you guys bye